I haven't told you. I'm in a um a stitch onesie that I got from Disney. So I love I've, this. I've realised Stitch kind of looks like um what's the Baby Yoda from the Mandalorian? What's he called? <laughs> It kind of looks a bit like that. And I've only just realised. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to have a fun time editing. Oh, my goodness. That's going to make my day in the editing. Oh, yeah. You're not doing anything for Halloween, are you? You're antisocial. I am not. <laughs> what would you dress up as if you word celebrating Halloween um well it's if quite you say difficult. a depressed person I will <laughs> well I was gonna actually I was gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say I'd dress all in black so I could represent the dark void of depression <laughs> brilliant This is when we know we know each other too well. Oh. Hi everyone. Welcome back. How are you? How, how's it going? How, it's episode twenty-eight. Eight, I think. Yeah. If I think they should episode. welcome us back because I feel like we've left them. Alright, let's live in a moment of silence and say welcome back. Thanks! Yeah, no, it's good to see you too. It's good to see you too. Honestly, Thanks, you're looking guys. great. You're looking yeah. so good, honestly. Me too, thank you! Yeah, I've been trying something with my hair and I've been doing this thing in, it's really good. And yeah, yeah, no, I did have a shave, I did, yeah, yeah. That's part of that an imaginary conversation that we could have had. You did that way too easily. <laughs> concerning <laughs> that's what happens when you've been inside for so long yeah you become far too comfortable well it is halloween it is halloween <laughs> i said it is instead of it is yeah i was like interesting so close and yet so very far um but yes, you, you, you're probably expecting like a well-rested prepared oh fuck this and mom's calling um, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Immediately, straight on cue. Honestly, that was, that was wonderful. Um, you are yeah. probably expecting us to be like, you know, like maybe we've got a shit. We took an extra week off. Um, Absolutely not. No, our no, shit no, no, out. no, no, no. I mean, let's be real here. The podcast was planned to go out once every two weeks, and I fucked that up in the first week. By not waking up on the day we said we'd record the podcast. <laughs> you just died. Like, you weren't even asleep. You were in a coma. Like, there was... It's fucking ridiculous. Like, I just hadn't... It hadn't... It hadn't occurred to me that because you were in Disney the next weekend, you wouldn't be able to record a podcast then. Even though I knew that. i just yeah. forgotten it somehow. It just, like, gone from my mind. So I'm there, like, suddenly going, oh, yes, this is, this is fine. I, I don't... I can just die here. Um, and as it turns out, no, I couldn't die. That wasn't the correct thing to do, but it just didn't I think happen. the more concerning thing is like we start recording about 11 o'clock. So 
it's not like you know we're not up at the crack of dawn recording so i was genuinely like slightly concerned you'd killed yourself Mm. um understandable to be fair i think it was like one o'clock before i actually was like oh hi I said to Pierce, I was like, if you get a message from Chris, tell me straight away. Because the thing is, it, it said you hadn't been online for like 12 hours or something. I was like, oh. Um, First thing and- is, I woke up, saw your message, and I was like, she thinks I'm fucking dead. <laughs> she started preparing the funeral. Oh, shit, I need to stop this right now. The thing was, I was like, if I try and like contact your family then they might panic and I knew your sister's not living at home so it was like my mum has uh, done that on several occasions I once overslept for work and she was like she apparently she says oh no no I was just making sure that you were uh, you were okay that you weren't ill and I was like you, no, you definitely thought I, thought I died <laughs> you thought I died what what is this? What is this constant fear that I might be dead? And I like how everyone's assumption immediately is, "I'll say it, he's gone. He had a good yeah. run. He had a good run, but that's it." He had a he had a good but miserable run. <laughs> he had a he had a, a strangely both good and awful run. How someone could do so well and yet be like this. That's amazing. That well, I'm glad me. I'm not the only one who fears for your life. On yeah, a regular it, basis. It's fair enough. I'd like to confirm that hello, this is me, I'm alive and well. Um Oh no, we I should mean, start an Avril Lavigne conspiracy where you've actually like died and been replaced by somebody else. Well to be fair, I think that happened probably somewhere <laughs> between the ages of seven and ten. Oh okay, so I've only ever known the fake you. Yeah, probably. Brilliant. Okay. Well It would make sense because posts before that period and after that period are two very different what you were happy and then you were sad yeah there's definitely the happier more confident version which segued into the sensitive fucking wreck you met um, me and then it all went wrong no it was pre you but maybe it was an oh, okay. anticipation of you I don't know okay <laughs> thanks I don't know. you're thanks, welcome boo. you're welcome I want to give a little sting in the tail um yeah, it's been it's been an extra week, but we're back. We're here. Um, I which way round should we do this? Okay, I have a suggestion. Hit Why me. don't we start with me um, explaining the last few weeks of my life? Oh yeah, because I, I need to know this. Yeah, it, it will be sad, but then we'll move to you and like your last few weeks, and that will probably be happier. Yeah. And then we'll, you know, like yeah, you have the low okay. and then war, and then the high seems even higher. Because if we do it the other way around, if we start high and then go low, you'll probably start thinking I'm dead again. So you're relying on me having a happy life, basically. Even a semi-happy life. Anything that's above that level will be amplified to look amazing. I can do that. You could have had a perfectly normal few weeks and it would seem like you've like gone to the moon or something. Okay, okay, right, You're hit welcome. us with your depression then. Hello everyone, it is me. Um, yes, well, uh, where do we start? I feel like I, I feel like I've mentioned it a few times in recent episodes. Of like that you're depressed. The, the steady, okay, I have mentioned it in virtually every episode that I am depressed. This is not new. The revelation Sorry, I'm... that I'm depressed. Is... I'm a bad friend. There are people at home right now going, 
Yes, we fucking know you're depressed, you fucking weirdo. Stop saying it every week. Um, you're not a bad friend. Um, no, so I... I think I mentioned about feeling like burned out and stuff and like... Everything. Well, spoiler alert. When you feel, when you feel like your life is going that direction, what you should do is, um... Is, is, is do, you should slam a panic button and then, you know, stop no and what going. i did <laughs> i Idiot. thought i i thought i was fine i thought no i'm better than this so i ignored and continued and and burned my if i thought i was burned out before um i would say that by the end of last week um if if i was already burned out this is the equivalent of like the heat death of the universe. Okay, so like, I've gone back to the office now. I'm working back in the office a few days a week. Which is good, I think. It's good for some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but there's definitely... It's, 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 a, it's a step in the right direction for you getting your, like, normal life back. It's probably good for me to be social again. Yeah. I do still like working from home and I do still work from home a few days a week. And I will be. That's just a spoiler. Um, but, so, um, but you know when you have, like, you, you know, you go through the week, and it's like, at some point, you're like, I don't really actually remember what I did in the last few days, because it's just like you're just going through the motions. Like, mentally, your brain has, like, switched off and said, like, I'm not doing this anymore. So you're just like, yeah. Yeah, you've woken up, you've gone to work, you've done the stuff, it's fine. It's not like things have gone badly at work, it's fine, like I'll talk to you, it's fine. And then I drive home, then I come back and I do the stuff and then it's fine. But like it's like you're on autopilot because your brain's just like, I'm done. I'm done with this. Like I feel like October's been one of those months like with with it getting darker and mm. obviously the clocks went back and stuff. I think it's like Every, like I'm not, I'm not invalidating what you just said. No, 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 but, but you, like, I think you're right. It does I, have I feel a like it has fucked with a lot of people's like routines as well. Yeah. I, I Sorry, mean, that it, sounded it, bad. No, 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 no. But you're right. Like the whole like, especially for someone like you know. So I have like seasonal. Um, um, I have sad seasonal affective depression. Um, Wait, so I didn't get. So you've got. <laughs> like is it clinical depression and then you've got seasonal depression like surely if you're depressed yeah. all year round then i what? think it's like okay so it's like <laughs> i'm just trying to understand that in my brain it's like being depressed in my world is a very weird like thing that you know, it's ups and downs and all that kind of stuff but like it's worse it's more like the default state is like depressed yeah and then in the, like autumn winter it's like even lower it's lower than you thought you could go because like right at least in the rest of the year you have the sun you have vitamin d you right. know like you're able to like do a few more things see more people all that kind of stuff um yeah so it kind of like it helps a little bit it's not yeah. like it doesn't fix things you're not necessarily happy i mean it's a very simplified thing but like but then when winter comes it's dark again or like so like it's not that unreasonable that you could go to work and it basically only be sunrise 
and then yeah. by the time you leave work the sun's already setting or you know set <laughs> completely gone um see so like the sunlight's not there anymore it's colder you know things are a bit more miserable um all that kind of thing and i think that when you lose all of those things it's like oh things are even more fucking awful i think vitamin d is a big part of it and like that whole kind of like those hormones and things you get in the summer you don't get in the winter yeah um, no 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 that makes sense yeah i think it's pretty I normal already... i think most people get it you know yeah i, I think most people get it but yeah I, so it's like a I guess maybe it would be more reasonable to be like, I have depression and it's worse in the winter months. Yeah, maybe. no, that makes sense. You know? I get, I get that now. I'm not explaining it very well, but... um. No, 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 that makes way more sense than like, in my head I was just like, it was sort of like you had either or, if that, yeah. like, it... No, no, yeah. it, it's, it's tricky and it's not, I mean, it's... it's it's not like an on or off thing is the problem, I think, with like any kind yeah. of mental health kind of uh, condition. It's like uh, you can be kind of anywhere on this weird spectrum. So we just give it a name because it's the easiest way we've got of, of course, yeah, categorizing it. But obviously, yeah, categorizing it is a difficult. But yeah, okay. So um, winter is is getting colder, darker, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's definitely had a um. An impact for sure and also this year it's it's weird because so in the UK at least um, and it, this might be outdated in even a few weeks time but um you know COVID restrictions have kind of lifted um, more people are vaccinated um, and things are kind of I don't like using the word normal getting back to normal but like Things are at least opening up, and we're seeing people again, and we're, yeah, you know, we're not locked down. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is good. Which is good. You know, I'm finally able to. But see then that people comes I've not with for pressure to see people as well. It does, and the thing is, the pressure is, it's intensified because someone. Like, so I, yeah, I, we've made it. I've said it all the way through. I was really cautious about how to um, to approach it, and I took the really maybe over cautious approach of taking lockdown really seriously, not really socialising with people unless it was like necessary kind of thing. Like I was working from home longer than a lot of people in my team. A lot of people in my team were already going back in a few days a week, and I waited until um, restrictions actually lifted before I decided to go back a few days a week. Yeah. Um, and I still wear a mask when I go to the shop. I still wear a mask in like, yeah. the public settings and things. Um, and I don't that much. But it kind of meeting people again, talking to people, you realise that you've just missed a lot. Like people, yeah. like no one's life has stopped. You know, it, you know, even though we've not really been anywhere, things have happened with people. Like they oh, they yeah. got into relationships or got out of relationships or got into and got out of relationships and people having babies as well that's been the thing for me like my friends have had babies that i haven't yeah like that's so crazy it's crazy some people have got married like 
Yeah. You've learned to drive, like you've mm-hmm. passed your test, like all of these things have happened, like people have moved, oh, everything. Okay, loads of stuff has happened. And like, it's like normally you'd kind of, you'd hear about the lead up to this kind of stuff in some way, like it would come up in a in a conversation, but just because of the way things have been, it's been quite hard to do that. Yeah. And so suddenly you're hearing all these things about you and the people are like, oh yeah, so this is happening. And you're like, oh. Yeah, you know, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And you feel it's the first time I felt really questioning about whether I did the right thing. Because uh, yeah. in my mind, I started being like, "Did I make a really stupid choice to not?" No, you can't live to, to like do that. what I did. No, I see. That's the thing. Like, it's I know it's wrong, but I feel guilty. You know, I feel like. I, if it happened again, I would do it all the same. Yeah. I wouldn't change it because I still believe that I did the right thing for me. Not the right thing generally, but the right thing for me. It felt yeah, right to, to, to follow the, the kind of restrictions laid down, to, to just suck it up even though it wasn't fun at times. Um, because it was like, if I do this and if other people are doing their own things, then maybe we'll get through this and get, you know, get to the other side of it. Yeah. So I do it again, but that comes in the thing of, you know, because it's so hard to stay in touch with everyone, because I've said before about how I can't, <laughs> if my, my phone getting filled up with notifications, I'm just like, oh God, like, I don't, you know, I'm not the easiest person to stay in touch with, because yeah. I guess I'm just a massive introvert, really, and so like... <laughs> A massive introvert who is occasionally intensely depressed. So it just like it's like windows where I'm extroverted and not depressed, where you can get hold of me. In other ways, it's like, sorry, can you wait till I'm out of this current crisis before I am? Um, I handle your call. Um, you're in the queue, estimated time, two months. Um, but like, yeah. So you feel guilty. You're like, damn, I should have been there for this person when something yeah happened or. You know, yeah, I can't believe I couldn't celebrate that with you. I can't believe that. And even just when you realize, like, you you meet someone and you, you, you like, you know, seeing people and giving them a hug and been like, oh, that's the first time I've hugged you since, like, maybe two years ago. And like, even hugging someone now is like weird. It's like, oh, oh yeah, okay, this is it what, feels this dirty. is a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I have to go and sanitize the entire my entire body or something. You know, stand under a hand sanitizer shower and be like just wash away the germs. Um so it's really and I'm I'm not trying to be all like, oh poor me, blah 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 because it was my own choice to do it. And now it's I have to kind of deal with the the fallout from that, so to speak. But like it, it it's tough to when you're convinced that you did the right thing or you know when, if you can look back at something and be like I would do that again but also know that by doing that there's a lot of other things that come along with that yeah it's it's difficult and you feel guilty especially because I know that lots of other people weren't being as strict as I was, which is not necessarily a bad thing, it's absolutely fine. Like, it, everyone took it 
in our own ways and that's as it should be and you know everyone's individual I get it works out that way but um you know a lot of people I know did take it a little bit more relaxed than I did maybe and weren't <laughs> weren't as paralyzed by fear at certain points as I was and like all that kind of like even now like cases numbers are starting to rise again death numbers are starting to rise again and already I'm like oh no like I don't want this I really don't want this to happen again because like you know like it or I, I'm already looking at people walking around I'm like could you just put a mask on maybe just, just wear a mask right now and maybe this would help a little bit or like just stand a little bit further away from people all that kind of stuff yeah um so I'm already like starting to get more anxious about it. not yeah, it's not like I'm barricading the door and being like, fuck it, I'm not leaving the house again. But like, yeah. You're like, I don't, I'm just, I get worried about things that maybe even aren't, I catastrophize a lot. It's the thing I do, I catastrophize. Um, but yeah, to, knowing that I know lots of people who don't catastrophize and maybe see things a little bit more realistically and a bit more uh, pragmatically, it's. Um, it, you know, you definitely feel more guilty, you know, like, why can't I be more like them? Why can't, why can't I just not be worried about this thing and just go and do something? Um, but it's worse because, like you say, you can't think that way. Um, no. It's not Well, it's like, good. hindsight is pointless, you know? Yeah. You I did mean, what you did, thing. and that's why you are where you are. And... and like I say, I would do it again. You know, I, I, I would do that again because I genuinely believe that even though it was a shit couple of years where I've really, you know, things had socially and everything, maybe things are you know, more than not where I would like them to be. Um, I didn't get COVID. Um, I didn't spread COVID. Um, I don't. I definitely didn't infect any of my friends with it, and yeah. likewise, I, I hope that kept them safe. And I didn't infect any of my family with it. And I hope that kept them safe. And I, the things that I did do, you know, I went. I helped set up the food bank while I was at uni and did that. And I feel fine about that. I'm happy I did that. That was helpful. Um, and the things that I have done, which I have kind of, you know, we started a podcast. That's yeah I'm, we did do weirdly that i didn't or... think without covid we probably wouldn't have started the podcast because no yeah that's true you know, and and i'm glad that we did start the podcast because i enjoy it but it's um through therapy did i just say that with like oh my god I you did you three... did what i've been doing for years three yeah and the f sounds that's so weird yes free free therapy. therapy i can't you did that sounds. so well no, no, I, I had to think about it. If you, when you watch this back, you'll see me going, free therapy. Like, That's I have so to, difficult. like, make my mouth do the right things. Um, yeah, it's Sorry. just... No, 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 but yeah, it's that, and I think that combined with just stresses at work, and, um, you know, I had to go through a whole... I am going through, basically, so I get migraines, like, fairly frequently normally i guess on average maybe like once a month i get a really bad migraine and it's not it doesn't seem to be any underlying cause for me apart from genetic basically like it's been a thing in my family for generations um 
And so when you get a really, when I get a really bad migraine, it's like a really sharp pain on either side of my head. Um, like hypersensitive to like sounds and light and all of that kind of stuff. And so unsurprisingly, I never feel like I, I cannot work from a laptop or drive to work because I probably end up dead in one way or another, either by crashing my car or yeeting myself out of the window because I couldn't stare at a screen anymore. Um, so I, it does mean that once a month, maybe or so, I, I have to call in sick to work, um, which is fine. But it does, the thing about businesses is they don't, <laughs> there's like, there's, there's what they consider to be an acceptable amount of illness. Um, and if, if you're above that, they're like, okay, so is this a deeper health issue or are you just lazy and lying to us? Do they offer um, private health care through your work? They are. Yeah, I think the health advice and like that kind of stuff. There's oh, no okay. like so health like insurance, insurance kind of thing. Yeah. No, no. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, so I, I have to, and I've had and basically because it's been more than like three and six months or something um you have to go through a hr procedure you basically have to drill down into it and work out if there's any way that you can help treat it blah 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 blah, blah. i mean spoiler alert there isn't going to be because it's a migraine and i just get migraines i've had them my whole life it's just a drink thing. water <laughs> literally it's like drink water prices and wait for it to pass <laughs> it's how it goes every time there's nothing more than that um, but yeah, so that's when basically I've had to go through the procedure and be like, here's, you know, here's things that you know, I had to try and, um, make sure it's on my medical record so that if they ask the medical record, they can see it's on there and you have to give them details of the medication you're on and other conditions going on. So I had to kind of talk about the depression, anxiety side of the thing and give details on that because how oh, that could all work. So that's very stressful because it's like, in the worst possible case scenario, which won't happen, um, I could lose my job because they'd be like, yeah, you're just lazy and you don't want to work. You're out. Um, yeah. It actually is more likely that you could go to one of two places. If they decided it wasn't a real thing, if they, you know, if they, if they decided I was just inventing or whatever or trying to find an excuse, then I could get a written warning. Um, but a more likely response, given that, like I've said, it, it's a thing and you've got all these kind of things in place uh, is that it just goes down the record and it's accepted and that you know it, like i think they'll basically be like is there a way we can treat it if not we'll just have to accept that maybe once a month or something it's gonna happen and you just have to go through it and it probably helps that actually the work i'm doing is is good like i'm doing my job well i'm doing my job and technically another job or parts of another job at the same time and doing it well and getting things out on time and all that kind of stuff so it probably helps that like yeah you're a good it employee. looks good yeah. yeah um but it's stressful because it's like oh god i've got to do you're this being under well. scrutiny for something you can't help yeah yeah exactly it's like i get migraines <laughs> and uh, what and more do you want of... from me yeah, and if one of the causes is stress, they're actually like... Oh, I, you know, I've had to have another since the procedure started kind of thing. They sent me a lesson, like, we can't have this meeting and stuff. And a couple of days later, 
possibly stress induced, though you can't tell. I had another migraine. <laughs> and so I had to call in sick again and be like, I can't come in today because it's really bad and I can't get out of bed and stuff. Um, and it's just like a kind of like, like this thing is happening and you, now we have to go through this and it's stressful and it's probably caused me to have another one. Um, is there like a name for it if you have like consistent migraines? Like there must be a condition or something. That I think they can... it's just like literally like chronic migraines kind of thing. Like oh, because it just happens. You, you Some need people a spicy get them, name, yeah. Like another condition to add to the list. Um, I do worry, like with your depression and then migraines, you do wonder, like you could. Oh, actually, no, I'm going to catastrophize and then panic you. Like <laughs> no, no, no. no. It's been mentioned a couple of times actually about the whole is there a link there and it's possible to be fair. Yeah, um, like it's it's very something weird. Wrong with your brain. <laughs> there's definitely anyone who's spoken to me will know there's something wrong with my brain, but <laughs> maybe not in the way you mean. Um, so you know things are just a lot, and I just I reached that point in the last kind of month where it's just like a kind of. I'm done now. I'm I'm really quite done with all of this. I'm just logging off from life generally. Like everyone deal with yourself for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Which is um difficult. But I guess the silver kind of lining is that I don't think we're at rock bottom anymore. That's good. I think we hit that point crashing, screaming, all that kind of stuff. And now we're we're rebuilding. You know. I'm still alive, I'm still here, I'm just yeah. Still still depressed. But um yeah, and I'm not looking for I'm obviously not looking for um, pity or sympathy. Um Oh, I always pity you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah, I, okay, obviously I'm not looking for that and I don't exa- I don't want I, I, I wouldn't want anyone to be like, oh he's just like this is just a crisp winding session and you just want someone to be like like oh poor you no no I don't I you're don't entitled to wine if you want to wine anyway <laughs> yeah like it's our but, podcast if people don't want to hear it they don't, <laughs> don't fucking turn listen off. yeah no exactly um, but I you know I, I felt like I should talk about it because um, in the past when we've spoken about this stuff it's helped people to hear about it because sometimes they can relate in some way or it helps them understand yeah so i guess what i'm doing here is i mean a i'm telling cat because i haven't really spoken to cat properly recently yeah so yeah we've not this is a conversation that you're sitting in on but also um yeah it's i wanted to share that with people so that you know if you're if you're having a shit time right now you're not alone you know but yeah the shit time is being had by many which doesn't make yours any less valid it just means that you're not crazy um or alternatively we're all crazy and if we're all crazy then we're all not crazy exactly that's logic you see so yeah Beautiful. basically big love um and don't please don't be worried because i'm not dead thank you for coming to my ted talk oh my god that was amazing thank you did you have any questions i can't believe i'm saying that now but there you go I'm so glad you're alive. Um, in terms of questions, I I I don't know. I just I do I don't worry about you getting migraines <laughs> and stuff because the thing is, it's like 
I know with headaches, they normally say it's stuff like, you know, dehydration, la- lack of sleep, uh, caffeine, mm. um, fresh air, all stuff like that. Okay, you know stop like... just listing things that I'm bad at doing. This exactly, I know. Don't just list things what... that I'm terrible at doing. I'm like, fuck, like... Me need... looking at I water and tea. I don't want you to die at, like, 50 because you've, like, shriveled up and, like... No, no, no. I prunicized. Don't... I've had it since... <laughs> Pruner time. What the fuck? Pruner size. Like you've turned. You've pru- You've you've become a prune. Uh, I'm. Um. I know yeah. what you're trying to say, and I like it as a word, but it's definitely not a word. Pruner sized. Um, I'm making a word. I love it. Um. No, I mean, I've always had, like I had them when I was really young. Like it was actually scarier when you were younger because you have no idea what's happening. You yeah. Just, when you're younger, you're just like, "Am I dying? Is this it?" Like I remember in year one. Um, no way. It was horrible. Like, I was vomiting, kind of thing. It was really bad. Oh my god. And I remember just like, and my teacher, you know how your teachers sometimes would have like, they'd have their afternoon off where they're just like marking or something. Yeah. They'd go and they'd do, and you'd have a sit. So my, <laughs> I basically sat in the staff room with my teacher. Um, she was really lovely. Um, and I just kind of sat there and was like waiting for it to pass or that kind of thing or like just um because i think my parents were like i don't think they could come to pick me up that just yet i think like yeah i think yeah. there was some the reason why they were, they were both busy which um makes sense um yeah but uh yes yeah, so it was like a kind of waiting for it. so i remember like yeah it's, it's happened for as long as i can remember i've had them um sometimes more frequently than other times like the start of the year Probably all right, actually. Probably was fine for a few months, and then it it, it picked up. And I, you know, it's probably links to stress. Yeah. And it's probably linked to that, and it's probably linked to other and things going on in life. Bad eyesight as well, stuff like that. I fucking it's... awful eyesight. Yeah, there's loads of things. It's fucking that, dreadful. Like, I'm a broken human. That, that is, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. It makes sense. It's just like, yeah, I just. I... I, it doesn't worry me any more than any of the other things also oh, wrong yeah. with it worry me. Um, yeah. And I wouldn't be, you know, I, I'm not about to drop down that famous last words. Oh my god, um, it's like, Chris! No, <laughs> I'm not going to, it's not going to happen. But, um, okay, okay. Uh, you know, it's not a new thing by any means. Um, and I've got through 22 years without, like, finding out that my head has exploded. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's that my head has exploded. Um, I think like I, I've I've had two migraines in my life. Um, oh, and, I have. Yeah, I know. Like, Give me your life. <laughs> legit, and even then I was like, oh, it's a bit weird me getting a migraine at such a young age and that, and like not <laughs> you like dying every week. Um, I know there's a guy at work who I I, I really can't work if he's left now, but he's a, he was a cool. He, he is a cool guy. He's not dead. He is a cool guy, but um. He got migraines fairly frequently. Yeah. Um. And it was just like a thing that it became like a. You just have to ma- you, you you just have to accept it and kind of manage it kind of thing. And sometimes you can sometimes you can tell when it's coming on. Sometimes there's like a lead up to it. Right. Like sometimes it's like in the back of my my neck and things. Yeah. Um. It will feel oh really God. tight for a while and. It- <laughs> That's how <laughs> You're convinced I'm about to die, aren't you? You're yeah, genuinely slightly. convinced this is it for me. No, but like, no. 
Or let your slate Because I know how bad that. they are. That's the thing. It's like, horrible. It is I've horrible. Just, I it can is move. Awful. Yeah, that's... Yeah, no, no. I literally have to just... Mm-hmm. I bought myself an eye mask. I have this, like, <laughs> eye mask thing now. Love because it. Because even, like, with my eyes closed sometimes, it was like, ah! So I, like, I have that. I have, like... Basically, it's like a migraine survival kit that lives next to my bed for the mornings when I wake up. Sometimes I wake up at, like... <laughs> I've had things I wake up at like 5am and it's there and no it's wonder just like, you're depressed Poof. like living in constant fear of like, <laughs> your head feeling like it's gonna explode so I, you know like I've woke up at 5am and I've been like Bleh. and I've had to like message in at 5am and be like work's not happening today because it's not gonna get better um, and then it's literally a case of like eye masks will go on so it like blacks out things um, earplugs in so that like there's no like because it's like the tiniest noise is like horrible sounding and like you know like like um just trying to get the painkillers out and everything um and then yeah it's fine it, 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 it normally lasts about a day and then it kind of clears mostly um and like i say it's like normally once a month at most yeah so it's not like it's a every day i'm like Ugh. But um, oh it's my not god, fun. you get to under like I mean it's on a yeah, it's like <laughs> your period. Yeah, I'm glad you were on the same wavelength there. It's like you get to sort of experience being a woman. I have my own monthly struggle. <laughs> it's a different struggle, and almost certainly nowhere near as bad. But um, no, well that's the thing. I guess the thing is yours would probably be like really really intense for like a day. And like, whereas a period would probably be like less intense for a longer period of time. Yeah. So. Relative to, for me, it's some of the worst pain I've ever felt. So yeah. like, for me, yeah. it's as probably as close as I can get to understanding it. And it's not the same. But I, after one day, already want to find a shotgun and and fire it into my skull so that it will end. Um, so consequently, I can't kind of imagine a similar vibe, yeah. <laughs> that, but for a couple, you know, like for a few days or maybe longer. Like, no thanks. For no. me, being on my periods, like either I want to kill everyone else or I want to kill myself. There's like that's the two options. <laughs> it's based just direction on which so, way the gun is facing. Sometimes you know, it's, it's like... both. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going down and everyone's going down with me. Oh uh... man. Oh god. But yes, look, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I know that Cass is now. I I know that when I edit this, there's gonna be thirty I'm minutes. I'm gonna be of like googling there, like, symptoms, like fuck, eyes wide, like tumor. oh my god. Anyway, look, I've already spoken for longer than I planned to. So, yeah. Um, oh right. So I've got to bring the happiness. Yeah. Okay. You see, I told you it was gonna be like. You see why we couldn't go to this afterwards now? Yeah. No. I. 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 Oh, would have been awful. Now, now you can come in and just be like, oh, I've had a few weeks where nothing's happened. And we'll be like, hey, well, woo! I've you actually know? had, like, such a good few weeks. But the the, like, the negative bit, like, just to get that out of the way first, is that, you know, when you've had, like, a really good few weeks and then you're just, like, exhausted and mm-hmm. you just, like... I, I've been... To be fair, how many days did you make it into October before you realised you'd overbooked yourself? I I think it was before I even entered October, (laughs) where it was like, fuck my life, I have no days free. Um, 
yeah no that was was not and i even cancelled plans and i still ended up like absolutely shafted um i last night so normally like well recently i've decided that i was going to try and like reduce my sleeping pills because i'd got into a good sleeping pattern but i think um being on holiday and then obviously the clock's gone back as well um and it's been getting darker my sleeping has been a bit bit dodged <laughs> and like last night i was really tired and wasn't really thinking and i accidentally had a whole pill and i'd only been having half a pill recently and i oh. woke up this morning like a fucking zombie and i don't even understand like it, it it never used to have that effect on me but like oh my god yeah i was i guess because your body had kind of started adjusting to like half pills yeah it was completely like unnecessary like i probably could have slept like for the rest of the day if i didn't like be like you have to get up now mm. um but yeah so like that's been a bit shit but all the good stuff so trying to think oh yeah okay so i had a lot of stress leading up to disney because there is a billion forms with covid it's an amberless country and um Pierce and I are double vaccinated. Um, my stepmom and my dad are double vaccinated. However, my sisters are seventeen and thirteen, mm. so one of them's got a single dose, but like they're they're not fully vaccinated. So there's a whole different procedure going to France. Uh, you had to get a test within twenty four hours of you leaving. Oh, like a proper test as well, not just the. It had to be uh, administered by somebody else. Yeah. yeah so um oh my god actually um even you'll, you'll have to cut out who it was but i saw somebody we went to school with um at the testing place she was working there and i had my mask on and everything and i was so like i was i was being the mum because my stepmom was at work so i had my sisters and all the documents and stuff and yeah i was i was stressing a bit um but you know and you see and you're like oh my god this is not like this is not the time to bump into somebody i know and thankfully there wasn't the whole conversation of and it was in milton Keynes as well so like yeah thankfully oh, I, I avoided that whole like oh my god did I you have squeeze. did you have to have any conversation or did you manage to avoid it completely i am um, i managed to avoid it like i was wearing a massive mask on my face because pierce accidentally got extra large and it was a bit, like, <laughs> nappy on my face <laughs> And it's hilarious. You'll see my ears. I mean, Chris will know, but I've got like toddler ears as well. So <laughs> I looked fucking ridiculous. But I'm like kitted out in Disney merch. Um, yeah, so I'm glad that conversation didn't happen. But anyway, my sisters got tested and thankfully they tested negative. So we were able to go. But if they tested positive you mean oh, that yeah. just, that's just it then just that's the, it like, uh, we probably could have pushed the disney tickets but hotel would have been non-refundable and yeah like fucked the uh, the euro tunnel i don't know if they'd be lenient but we'd already moved it once so they probably hmm. yeah it was a bit like everyone hold your breath sort of thing yeah um Oh yeah, and the day, yeah, so this is the thing. I had my driving test the day before that as well. So it was like full on, like um, I did a mock test, then I had my test and then, um, oh my God, should I tell you about my test? Oh. I, I, I am, yeah, absolutely, let's go. This is it, it's, it's actually quite funny. 
<laughs> so for the last like week so I did one of these uh, like crash courses because the thing is I'd had driving lessons um, before the pandemic and then because I couldn't get a test for months and months and I was you know f- doing my masters and blah 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 like it was just it wasn't the time so I'd left it and then in at the beginning of the year in like March or May somewhere, somewhere around there I was like yeah I'm, I'm gonna book my test and then I was like, oh, I'll pay extra and I'll get one of these fast track ones. The fast track ones, the fastest I could get it was still October. <laughs> it was. I think I could have done it at the end of September, but that was when my deadline was. So yeah. What the, would the not fast tracks one have been? Oh my god, I don't fucking know. Like oh, it depends man. what area you're in, obviously. And I did mine at Leighton Buzzard, so it's obviously quite oh, okay. high. It's quite high demand. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, it, my other option was Hemel Hempstead or Milton oh. Keynes. And you know, when you're like, I wouldn't have minded Milton Keynes if it wasn't for the fact that it takes 35 minutes to get to Milton Keynes from my yeah, house. Yeah, so yeah. it automatically is a bit difficult. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, um, and yeah, Hemel Hempstead, I didn't fancy. Um, Absolutely not. <laughs> so yeah, so no, I had a, a massive wait. So there was quite a lot of pressure to to pass this test because I was like if I have to wait another nine months oh my god like it's just so expensive um yeah so I did this like refresher course thing um and yeah had all my lessons in bulk my instructor was was like brilliant he's this like he was a proper geezer and, (laughs) and you could never tell if you had done something like what you know when someone just doesn't like a an invigilator they they never show if they're happy or sad yeah and i found that quite i my driving instructor was like he always used to like we'd do it and then we'd finish over and the first thing he'd say would be so how do you think that went oh my god no that's awful and immediately you're like well um i didn't kill us i didn't Uh. kill us and the car's (laughs) fine and yeah it was fine and then and then he'd like and at some point, you'd finally work out if he was saying that you'd been good or not. Yeah. Um, and then, and you know, it, it wasn't like a. It it was weirdly like good, um, because it made, it made you think about what had actually happened, and you had to, you had to like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so what? How do you feel like that roundabout went? And you're like. Um, I think, yeah, and you'll like talk for it, and he'll be like yeah okay good like because it's almost like making sure that you actually know what you're doing you know what you're doing it's not oh that that's you, really good like you just went round a circle it's like yeah did you approach it properly like look, so yeah yeah look at me blah 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 yeah so um yeah and this is the thing with this instructor like my old instructor was really nice and really chatty but he never really told me when i was doing something wrong so mm. when i went into my test before like that had failed i I guess one of the reasons my anxiety was so bad was because I I didn't actually know what the fuck I was doing. Like, I knew how to manoeuvre the car. Um, but in terms of, like, reading the road, I was still relying on him when I, like, before I went into my test. Whereas with the new instructor, it was like, he'd give me instructions and he would sometimes be like, okay, there's a junction coming up round this corner just to be, like, just so you know, like, it comes up really quickly. And he would just sort of give you little hints, but it was up to you to get in the right lane, up to you to, yeah, you know. Yeah, my, my instructor did that a lot in um, 
Bletchley as well because Bletchley's a fucking nightmare driver. Oh my god, yeah, that um, roundabout. And so he'd by... say, um, "We're gonna go right at the next roundabout and then straight on." And he just he just say that as you drove to, like drove towards it. And, yeah. And then because we'd done it before, it was like kind of all right, okay. I so I knew I need to get from here to here, and I have to go from here to here, do this bit, then go over to here. And like it just worked. It was fine. And I actually like because he wasn't like okay, so go into this lane and do this and do this. It was like me having to do it. Yeah. Um. It it does help you understand and read the road kind of thing. You're like, okay, I need to get over there. Now I can check whether there's someone in my way. Is there someone in my way? No. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I get yeah. It. Yeah. Definitely. Like this guy was just a bloody miracle. He was exactly what I needed. Somebody who wasn't gonna chat like you know get into personal chat like yeah my last instructor was great and but i knew his whole life story and and he knew a lot about me but i i hadn't learned enough you yeah. know to, to get through my test um but yeah with so and this instructor in my last two lessons he said you have no reason to fail your test oh Which, that's great it but the thing was i was like well if i fail now then this yeah. is really embarrassing and he said you shouldn't get any more than five minors and i'm like okay no pressure um but see do you find that that was like on the one hand like ah kind of thing but also like he believed in you kind of thing yeah i yeah because the thing is i hadn't got any indication whether he thought i was a good driver or not before that yeah. and then when he said that i was like oh okay um yeah and i i guess I did feel different before my test. I felt like I actually have a shot here. Like I wasn't, I wasn't chancing it so much. Like it didn't, yeah. It was just, the thing was, it, I just went to pieces as soon as I started um, an exam. I still, I get it with all different types of exams, but mm. yeah, I just, there's this like absolute unnecessary panic, which causes me to make stupid mistakes. Um, it's like when you open up. I always used to get it when I open the exam paper up. You yeah, you have the, the first, and like, then you'd be like, "I don't fucking know any of this. This is yeah. all over." And then you go back and be like, "Okay, start from the beginning." Yeah, yeah, and I it, it is completely like that. And like I remember a teacher saying to me once before, like, "You don't have to open your paper straight away. You can have thirty seconds to just like have a moment and mm -hmm. collect your thoughts before you start." And um, yeah, and I like my instructor. But then the last thing he said to me um, was, "Don't fuck it up in the first five minutes." Like, <laughs> don't, don't like. He said, "If you get through those first five minutes, then you'll be like, then you'll be off with it." And oh my god, <laughs> worst thing to me. Staring at the clock for five minutes, like, come on, we gotta do it. Well, this is the fucking thing. I get in the car answer my questions oh my god it's so weird with covid because um they have to like if they wipe down the door and stuff and they you have to sign on a piece of paper and everything is like done on ipads and stuff now like oh. there was just quite a lot that was different um you have to like both wear a mask as well yeah um and i think the window has to be down or something like that yeah um and i yeah so i'm in the car and then i'd parked in the most they put cones as well so they they social distanced the cars 
Um, In case which, the cars give each other COVID. Yeah, exactly. I guess it's because you've got people coming out both sides yeah. and they're trying to limit it because they're seeing new people, like seven different people a day, each person yeah. in a confined space. I get it. But I then parked like quite close to this sort of curb bit that was like... I don't know how to explain. You know, like the little islands where they have like um, a tree or something between the, like the yeah, the parking yeah. spaces. Sorry, I was explaining. And then on the other side, I had cones. And so when I'm pulling off, I'm like, okay, I'm looking at the cone. I'm looking all around me. There's no one there. Forget about the fucking curb, don't I? <laughs> and it, I like, I touched the curb, and it sort of like jolted a tiny bit. And my instructor goes... Was it like you just, like, hit it? Or, like, did you, like, go over it? Or I think I, like, went over it. It was such a small, like... Because it wasn't like my wheel was scraping against or anything like that. So it must have been I just went over the, yeah, the end of it. Yeah. Some, like, just something like that. Um, I still... I'm not in... I think I probably turned prematurely. I maybe hmm. should have come out a bit and then turned. I don't know. I was like in my fucking five minutes of panic at this point. Mm. I'm like, oh my god, I I don't want to sit in the car going to Disney having failed and my family. Do you have your instructor in the car with you as well? No. So this was the other thing. I was going to ask if my instructor could be in the car because I was like, at least if I fail, then he can pick up every point that I've fucked up on. But they said I couldn't do that because of COVID. So I was like, great. Um yeah so i fucking went over the curb like straight away um and i was like oh my god what am i doing i fucking failed it in the first five seconds let alone five (laughs) minutes and she goes i'm gonna pretend you didn't just go over the curb just now oh that's good and i was like "Ah." (laughs) i was like thank you <laughs> she's like trying not to cry um to she, be fair, she, I, I feel like that's probably happened to more people yeah she put it down as a minor and yeah it, but the thing is like normally if you touch the curb it, it's a major it's game over but i think because it was so insignificant it yeah. was like the tiniest jolt and it was like i had looked around it's just one of those one of those things yeah um Oh yeah, I'm not gonna like fucking cry about it too much because I'd still pass. She obviously thought I was a safe driver, but um Yeah, exactly. I come out, um and I'm like everything was was going was going pretty well. Um and she was she was chatting to me and um I sort of said, Oh she was like, Oh, am I chatting too much? I said, Oh no, it, it's it's nice. Um like it's quite calming actually um and she said a couple of things like basically my instructor told me before if you're moving off after you've like parked up somewhere you should wait until there's no movement around but um there was a cyclist Mm. who was moving at like two miles an hour and the uh driving instructor was like you know you can go now right i was like oh yeah i thought i had to wait until he went past and she was like yeah but if he goes past us then you're just gonna have to overtake him anyway so you might as well just go she was quite like like, he had a really nice like examiner yeah she was and like she put that down as um like a 
a minor for like hesita- yeah, hesitation undue hesitation. Yeah. yeah, but she was sort of like, yeah. And there was another time. I guess the trade-off is like you were doing it to be safe. Like you wanted to exactly like, be respectful rather than it be because especially if you've stopped as well. Like yeah, you're stationary, so you're not actually causing an issue to anyone. I wasn't you're slowing anyone down. No, yeah. exactly. I think majors are stuff like. If you cause disruption to traffic, if you slow yeah, traffic down, my instructor always said if it was like you think of it, if you like pull out and that causes someone to have to break or something yeah. to avoid a collision, that's a major. Yeah. So yeah, so that was all good, and um, and I'm thinking like, oh, I've uh, in my head, I'm like, I'm just telling. Oh yeah, as so we were pulling up to the um, the parking, well, not the the test center. Um, yeah. I she was asking me all about Disney, and I can't remember what she said, but I was like, "Oh yeah, well, I've just told myself I'm going to fail this test, so that you know, if I pass, it's like a, it, I've not lost anything." She goes, <laughs> "How did you get a master's with that attitude?" <laughs> I've like, oh. seen, um, and then we get in a test site, and it's five miles an hour, and she goes, she said something along the lines, "If you go five miles an hour here, I might have to kill myself." <laughs> <laughs> she said something like that so um she was like just ignore it just <laughs> she's like no one's oh. gonna tell you off just like just go for it she's like just oh, pop, pop it into second i was like oh um and yeah we pulled up she gave me three minors and they were for like the hesitation the driving on the curb <laughs> driving <laughs> over the curb but but no like it was all I probably oh, like made it sound like it was a fucking horrific drive, but it was um no, it, it no, was but good. Everyone hates their test driving. I was lucky my instructor was in the car and I, I had a similar mindset to you. I was just like, well, I'll go for it and um if I fail, I fail. At least I'll know what to do next time. Yeah. Um which again, when she was like, How did you get a master's? I'm like, that is how I approached my degree to be fair. It was like T one, T T, fine. As long as that's a pass, that will do. Um <laughs> Because it was like, if you <laughs> prepare for like the, the lowest level and anything above that, you'd be like, come on. So, yeah, um, 100%. I think I got, I think I asked my mum, and my mum was like, I couldn't remember how many minors I got. I think I had five minors in the end. Oh, so, wow. Um, congratulations, basically, you know. Yeah. She also got five. So, you know. Oh, wow. Pierce got you no could, minors. Do you know how shitty that is to live with someone who got no minors? None. None. He failed his first test and passed his second. Oh, no, um, that doesn't count. Come on now. He failed first time. Yeah, exactly. No, fuck him. Yeah, but he was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I definitely thought I had minors, but then they said I had none. You know, you're like, you fucking, he what? I can't compete bastard. with that, can I? No. I bet and he, he said is it a very smiling, good driver. Yeah, no, he was quite... Yeah, a little smug smile in there, wasn't there? Little bastard. <laughs> but he is a very good driver, so I'm not not surprised. Um, it's like, yeah, some every now and again he'll make a bit of a like risky decision where he goes for it, mm. and he like he knows he can make it. But it, it's like, oh, oh, where where did this racer boy come from? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's funny. Yeah, no, like it was so weird. When she said I passed, I'm like holding back tears and then she was going on about there's a there's a road called like Adam's Bottom or something 
and she was like oh yeah I was really trying to not laugh uh, telling you to go on to Adam's bottom or what, whatever it was um, and but at this point I'm like holding back my tears and she was like oh was that not like she was like oh sorry was that not funny or something it's <laughs> like no 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 I'm fine <laughs> you're like, like it was funny it was it's funny and, uh, yeah I was trying to pull it back together and yeah it was just like she's like have such a good time at Disney she was so nice honestly well I'm glad and I'm very proud of you I um when you said it I was just like nice bad time <laughs> I actually think that was one of the hardest things I've ever done not not for the like driving aspect but for the anxiety of it the like, level of anxiety and stress I've yeah. never gone through that much anxiety in my life like I just yeah. think when you learn I mean Obviously, you were. How old when you were you when you did yours? Um, you did it young. Quite I young. I passed yeah just before my eighteenth. I was seventeen when I passed. Oh shit! Oh yeah, you were yeah. I was just yeah. It was just before. It was. I February think because you only got a car recently, I sort of forgot that you were like you passed. Uh, for some reason, I thought you were nineteen, but you know, you're seventeen. No, yeah. no, no, yeah, it was before. Yeah, it was one of sense expert. I think if you've got anxiety, or if you learn when you're slightly older, you have such a sense of what the damage could be, like what the consequences are. Yeah, you know, you're are. driving a death machine. Exactly, and it's Same such room. a <laughs> thousand you know, kilograms of metal that could kill someone. Yeah, and I was watching a load of YouTube videos about people who, you know, failed their driving tests and, um, you know, their how how they changed their approach. And, and I this one girl said, driving is not a natural thing. I don't know why people, like, treat... Like, it, it's an expected thing of us. However, our bodies are... It's a, you know, it, we go into fear mode like it's not a natural thing to be responsible for a yeah. moving object it's weird and um when she said that I was like yeah that makes sense and I don't feel like I need to be so hard on myself and that was definitely it is. I mean I always think of it like yeah I take it to the extreme like a plane right how the fuck does one person sat in this tiny like Oh thing. yeah, it's crazy. Fly a fucking plane, a huge mess, and I just sat there with the control going, right? Okay, we'll just bring it in, whatever. And it's like, you, how? <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. And it's like when you add, you know, millions of other people as well on the yeah. road. That's the other thing. It's like you're not just you're relying on other people to drive well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so no, I passed, and then. It was really weird because Pierce was driving for the first time in France, so I was like, you know, had to be fucking alert, making sure that he was going to be okay. No Never ended gonna... up on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, and <laughs> when we got into France, it was pitch black, pissing down with rain, wind oh. so so windy, and it was pretty much only lorries on the road. Um, there's no lights, right? Just a tip if you're going to drive to France at some point. There is no fucking lights. Bear in mind, you pay 22 euros to go on the tolls. There's no lights on the roads. It's like fucking pitch oh. black. So you're We have on... that with some here, though. It is awful. It was just like... I felt... And it was, you know, it was cracking on and stuff. Um, mm. 
I was so tense. I mean, Pierce, bless him, he had my whole family in the car as well. Mm. Um, yeah, so, and he did really well. It was when we got up to, like, the first roundabout and we are like, there was no other cars for him to follow. So, you know, and you're like... <laughs> oh, it's like dr- literally no driving blind. Yeah, having no idea what the fuck you meant to do. Um, no, but, yeah, so yeah, we got to um, the hotel... Uh, it was it was quite cute. Our room had like there was sort of two rooms with these uh, partition walls that you could slide, um, yeah. And then a sofa bed and like table and kitchenette uh, with my sisters in, and then obviously me and Pierce were in one, and my dad and stepmom in the other. And so it was really like we were really close together, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, other than my dad snoring, like he was <laughs> dying. <laughs> Like, Pierce snores, but my dad was snoring like it was fucking... Is that that kind of, like, floor-shaking kind of snore? Yeah, and then he would say in the morning, oh, yeah, I barely slept, and we'd all be like, what Yeah, us too. Yeah, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, and we had uh, my sister's birthday as well, her 17th birthday. She got driving lessons, and she got a laptop from us, so she was very happy about that um and yeah and then we were in disney for two days and it was so good they've updated some of the rides since i'd last been there like space mountain is now star wars themed mm-hmm. um and like you like fly into the stars and it's it's really cool um and where else we went to the ratatouille restaurant and it's all like oversized um, oh, I love like that. yeah, like you're meant to be mini, and we went on the Ratatouille. Oh my god, I got so carsick on the Ratatouille ride. It was like 4D, and it just. I it... heard someone else saying that the other day about the Ratatouille. Ride. Really, oh, I could not. I I literally had to sit down for like 10 minutes afterwards. I thought I was <laughs> gonna be sick. I was just like, this is not good. Um, yeah, so we did that, and it, it was really nice. We went around Paris on one day as well. Um, it was fucking pissing it down i felt really bad it was my stepmom's first time in paris and my sister's first time in paris and we went i took my sister to all the like the designer shops and stuff and it was so wet we didn't even want to go into anywhere because it was just like yeah going into gucci like a drowned rat <laughs> um so yeah no that was it was funny though um and yeah it was just it was just like high after high we got back um and we'd got my dad, his big uh, lead supporter, uh, Leeds Football, Leeds United. Um, yeah. And we got him tickets to see Leeds versus Arsenal. Oh, nice. At the Emirates Stadium. So we took, Pierce drove down to London um, and we had my sister in the car, my dad, because I didn't have insurance. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. people forget this like I don't know if their parents help them out or what but when you pass your driving test and then you you don't have no insurance and it's like 13 1400 pounds to get insured so you're like Mm -hmm. great well now I can't drive anywhere anymore Mm -hmm. this is this is great why do you think it took me like four years or three years after passing my test before I finally got a car of my own Honestly, and it's still it's, fucking expensive. It's so expensive, and yeah. So I, so I was like sat in the car, like great, can't drive now. We went, to, we went mm. to London. Um, 
yeah and they went to the emirates stadium and had a great time so it was like, like but then after that you know when you're like fuck me i'm so dead now it just was back like back to back um and i do have insurance on the car now um i don't it's it's technically temporary it's till um till march but Guess how much it cost to get insurance till March? You're gonna like hate your From life now till March. Yeah. Um, okay, if I'm gonna hate myself, it's because it's gonna be really good. So let's go for um, four hundred pounds. Half. Fuck off. It's two hundred. I don't know if it's true. You didn't so, get that. No. I know. So basically, I'm a named driver on Pierce's insurance thing, Mm. but because his insurance expires, because I I wanted to start my own policy, but the thing is, it doesn't make sense for me to do that until his ends and we get the new tour van because he'll move his policy onto the tour van and then Mm. I'll start mine. But um, yeah, so it it just worked out he's got seven years no claims no points on his license or anything i don't think so it worked out as 200 pounds to get me insured till then oh it is a feeling when you actually like i i still get that when i do some shopping and they're like okay and now i'm gonna and you put the shopping in the car and you're getting the car and just like you're like this is my car i'm adulting i I own a car like yeah i i this is mine it is it's fine yeah it's Welcome so... to the young person's dream Basically we realise we own something And we're like wow I'm never going to own anything And then it's like It's so great but the, the Fear of then losing that Freedom or what have you <laughs> I did hear oh, When but... my car is gone like, When my car's out of action Like um, if you, if you can't drive it for whatever Like last year my battery died in my car So I couldn't drive it for a few days Yeah. And it was just one of those times Oh I could just go and drive to the Oh Oh, um, yeah, that's sad. Oh, no. I have to take the bus. Never mind, it's not important. At least you have the option of a bus. I have zero <laughs> options here. Like, um, Steve made a joke saying about, oh, like, you you, you know, you've got your insurance now. You're going to, oh, no, you've got your license now. You're going to um, drive off and leave us all. And Piers looked a bit serious about it. And then I was oh. like, I was like, you're not scared that, that I've got a license and I'm just going to fuck off. <laughs> but I've used you. I've got your car. <laughs> fuck off. I'm yeah. gone. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I've got the polo and I'm not coming back. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I was like, Piers, don't be stupid. And <laughs> I said, Proof to even the, uh, even Piers, the guy who, Initially, to me, it looked quite scary. As um, as the same anxieties as ever. I mean, I say initially because once I got to know him, I was just like, "You're He's a probably one baby. of the most lovely people I know." It's funny, like whenever we're playing drinking games, he gets um, put as the 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 nicest person, but also the biggest arsehole. It's it's great. Yes. It's like he's the biggest arsehole because he gets people. Being like makes people do silly things. He's like the naughty, mm-hmm. per- like the devil on your shoulder, sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, it's bad that. influence. Yeah, but should we um, should we go on to the music? Yeah, I don't no, want to cut your story oh short. I just, I suddenly was like, we should go on to the music. Yeah, defo, defo. Um. Uh, oh, can I start? can I start? Yeah. yeah. Right. So actually, speaking of Pierce, I called him in earlier because I was like. Ooh. You need to 
listen to this and I was like shut your eyes I was like he's going okay hmm, hmm. and I'm playing this music and I was like tell me who it is and he's like I don't know and I was like are you oh okay you don't know you any any guesses he said no 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 guesses I was like it's Coldplay and he was like <gasps> yes <laughs> that I was like it's kind of like Muse um, that's like I, I was like it's kind of like Muse merged with Coldplay but then when that um, when the the lyrics kick in and the vocals kick oh, in oh yeah it's like oh my god it's Coldplay like it's it's yeah. so obvious oh my god actually quick story time I'm on the way back from fucking France um, and I get this text from Chris and you were a bit cryptic I must say and you, you you said oh I forgot the Coldplay tickets were being released and then he sent me a screenshot of two tickets and I was like, is he is he saying he got me a Coldplay ticket? What's going on here? I'm so confused. I'd forgot they were being released. I thought they were being released on the 26th, not the 24th or whatever it was. Um, I'm like, what the what the hell? What the hell's going on? And then I'm realising that he'd got me a Coldplay ticket, yeah, in the back of the car. And I'm like, trying not to cry with my whole family. Like, oh yeah, going to Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was um, so, you know, like the new album came out, and it's been you know, I I, I love we'll talk about the album in a minute, but um, yeah, I yeah, so I, I knew that the tour had been announced. They were going to go on tour, and I called um, it. May I add? May I add? Yes, on this true. podcast, actually, very true. And I, it has been a you know, I've been a fan for like a proper fan for like ten years. I'd um, say longer because we've been friends. Well, Milo Xyloso came out ten years ago. Oh, okay. I found out the other day. Um, but I'd say longer than that. I think it was ten years, ten years, eleven years ago, and I was like was properly getting into music. I think like when yeah. you're younger, that you just like listening. Oh, this is fine, but you didn't really know much about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but the, like everyone has always said, um, even people who dislike Coldplay. They've been that like, their live shows. They're good at doing oh, live shows. Banging. Yeah. And so it's always been something I've really, really, really wanted to do. And I've never, for different points, I've always had, you know, it's been difficult to do with like either being too young or not having the money or not being near me or anything like that. I tried to buy us tickets when we were about 15, 16. Because mm. I had yeah. enough, I, I, I had just enough money in the bank to get both tickets i remember and um I, my english teacher was like why are you on your phone i was like i'm trying to buy coldplay tickets she was oh you should have said do you want to step outside and try and get them it's <laughs> like what the oh, fuck man. and i had my aunt at home trying to get them but we didn't i couldn't get them so we didn't no. go sad times no it was really tough and it's really so you know we've missed that and i i've always wanted to, and we always said like if we got to see it we'd want to go like together to see together it because, yeah like, and, like it's it's They've been my favorite band this whole time. It's like a, I basically, if you become friends with me, you end up either, you know, getting sick of hearing about Coldplay, or alternatively, you just accept it and and learn to love it. Um, I've been successful with many of my friends. Um, so yeah, it got to this last week, whatever, and the tickets were released, and I, you know, I was in my depression spiral. I was at the low, very low point ever. I knew tickets were going to be released, and I was at work at the time when they were getting released, so I didn't get them. I didn't like I wasn't there immediately, 
um, Nathaniel actually messaged me and he was like, oh, have you got tickets? And I was like, no, I can't get tickets. I haven't. And it, it, did it Nathaniel Day, get so. tickets? He did, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, he's going on a different different uh, day. Oh, okay. Um, well, see, so yeah, so I left it a couple of... I was just... And I, I, I got to this point, I was like, if you don't do... Like, you don't want to do anything right now. But if you don't do this, if you don't buy these tickets, you're going to feel so miserable in a year's time when you realise that you've missed out again. Yeah. Like, especially because I don't I, I think it's going to be like their last tour, but it's like, if this was their last tour and you missed out just because of this... Yeah. And you let your depression win this time, you're going to hate yourself for so long. So I was like, no. Fuck it. I'm going to find some tickets. And I went on, I looked, and it was, initially there wasn't much. And I realised it added a couple more days um, in yeah. London because yeah. it was so popular. Imagine selling out at Wembley, uh, even though you have like three days booked out. Imagine having to add. Insane. That's incredible. Insane. So like, they um, you know, it's like they initially had like Friday, Saturday, whatever, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, and I looked at those and I was like, "There's some tickets here, but I'm not sure about the seats. Like, these look a bit shit, and like, some of them were some of them are really expensive, but really. Oh shit. yeah, yeah. You know, it's like. Whatever, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I should be standing or sitting. I, I, oh, I'm so confused. So I was just completely gone. And I was like, hang on. Let's look at the week afterwards because people are going to try and go for like the weekend ones because that's what, you know. Yeah. Not. So I was like, okay, Wednesday. <laughs> Who goes to watch something on a Wednesday? No one does that. Wednesday. Uh, and I found these seats and I was like, well, that looks kind of good because it's seated, but it's got a potentially good view of the stage. It's actually pretty close to the like, to the first, so it's, they're not going to be like completely tiny, um, yeah, kind of thing. It was actually like a reason. It was much cheaper than I was expecting. I was like, it's not too bad compared to some of the prices I'd seen. Like, isn't it? I was just like, fuck it, I'll do it. And I, I was looking. I was going to message you about it, and I was like, oh, but you'll be coming back from France. Yeah. To be I fair, like, mm. I was because I get car sick. I wasn't really looking at my phone when right. I was messaging you. I was like, I was looking, then looking away, and then looking. I was <laughs> just trying. Desperately. Well, that was the point. I messaged you, and I was like, I've missed out on these tickets. Yeah. And then I was like, No, okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna buy. And I just like, I was like, Just do it. Just fucking do it. It doesn't matter. You can deal with the consequence of this afterwards. Yeah. There's two tickets there. This is like, we want this. Yeah. Just fucking, if you want it, you can have it go did it bought the tickets and i was like how do i tell you about this i'll just i'll just i'll just drop this here and see what happens um and then yeah when you were like is one for me i was like of course it fucking is what who yeah. the hell else is it well, gonna be? i was Come on just now. so confused I was like, oh imagine me flexing like i've got tickets i'm gonna go see it with someone else but i just wanted you to know about that i'm like no no way and the thing like, is like, i knew you wouldn't do that but because they were so expensive i was like oh my yeah. god like yeah um no i was just like i was just like fuck it i found my credit card and i was like right gone <laughs> yeah and then uh, when i was in the car i was like right i need to i was like this is too much money i was like i need to send you the money i was like trying i was like not looking i was like putting in the stuff i was like i really hope i'm sending this because i had your paypal didn't, yeah, yeah like yeah. so i was like i'm trying to do it but not look at it but send it to the right person you know like i really fucking hope this is because the only other person i have on paypal is somebody i'm not friends with anymore so oh god yeah. I well, just... like I think as well was I was like, oh, but this, I haven't even asked you if you're happy to pay this much. And then I was like, 
I don't even care if she's not. If she only wants to pay like a quarter, I'll be fine. I'll just accept this because I want to go and see my favorite band. Well, in this the world is the thing. My favorite people in the whole world. Like, come on. I've literally like as be since being an adult, I was like, I don't care if I have to take it on my overdrafts. Like, it is happening. Like, I don't yeah. care. That's like, the thing is that it, there's no good like. I don't have any regret. Like, uni's finished. I can book time off work. I can get transport down there. I can do all this stuff. I'm old enough. It's like, yeah. Everything was like aligned. And I was like, you will hate yourself if yeah. in a few months' time you realize that the only reason you didn't do this is because you were sad and yeah. depressed. And like, we're not going to let that. We're going to. This is a fucking. Good and you've thing. got and like enough time to prepare as well. Like, it's in exactly. it's August, is it? Next year? Yeah. Yeah. So. And because I know I was going with you, I was like, hey, it's going to be fine. Like, someone's got my back through this. It's fine. Like, it's fucking... Yeah. I've never been to Wembley Stadium. I was just so... And since we did it, since I booked it, told you about it, I've been so excited. Like, it's I know, I keep remembering. Me. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. It's probably helped me because it's, like, something really positive to look forward to. You know? Yeah. Like, the amount of gigs that got cancelled because of COVID I had. I had, like, four booked in. Yeah. Um, before COVID, and then they all got cancelled. Because like, I ended up getting refunds on most of them because it was, like... Rescheduled the things I just couldn't do. I was like, well. Do you know what I hate when when you don't get like your booking fee back or your um? Oh yeah, what is that? Or like yeah, and you know you like you've cancelled on me, mate, and you're still taking money off me. They were really un like they really didn't want to give you the refund either. So I was like going through like you're gonna give it to me. I'm gonna get this money back. From you. But, um, anyway, yes, we're gonna see Kobe. I'm fucking pumped. So and oh my god, we're gonna awesome. we're gonna get kitted out in merch as well. Oh my god, yes. Gonna I'm going to be, be like... very poor afterwards. Oh yeah, so but poor. I don't care. <laughs> I don't no. care. Legit. Allow me this. I don't care. Like, like I was like, oh, do I talk about this? And now I'm like, I don't really care if people don't like us. Um, because it makes me feel good. So. I'm so, it's going to be such a good show. And you know there's going to be good support acts as well. Um, and this song... Um, okay. I listen to it and then i realized i've heard this before have you oh the, it's the actually no the, so this was originally one of the demos for viva la visa no this song is from that like era <gasps> really um yeah, yeah yeah i'll send it to you afterwards it's like a demo and it's literally just chris playing on the keyboard or on the piano sorry and like whatever and like it sounded just you know, like a demo it's like oh this is pretty Pop. but then to hear it like this finished was like oh that's so good my guys i i love it personally i'm not just saying i genuinely was like i'm like easing my way into it because like i find with coldplay like you appreciate each song on a like a different level yeah. and sometimes listening to it as like you know what a lot of people did is they listened to it before so spotify initially fucked up and uploaded it's where where there was new album tracks they uploaded that but where the tracks had been singles already they just used the single version so it didn't actually flow because oh you know how like often songs flow into each other yeah like the single version doesn't have that flow in from the previous no. track so it's just like oh this sounds shit um and people are complaining about it and i was like i'm gonna wait an extra day so i yeah. heard it when it was actually properly on and i was just like oh that's good my guys so um yeah i mean look i just i 
I, I really love this song. I am. It's very different. It's not what you'd expect. It's not. It's really not. This whole album is very um experimental. Yeah, kind of. But not in yeah. like a not in a It's not in like a crazy contemporary like, no. tapping bottles sort of way, just in a yeah. It's experimental for them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and I I mean every album is a bit different. Again, it's a different album to the ones that have been that have come before. Um but you know Maybe just give it a chance. If you, if you if you haven't listened, give it a chance. One hundred percent. God, I could talk I'm about so Coldplay excited. for ages. So I'm not allowed to. I have to move on. But I'm I'm so 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 excited. Um, I was going to talk. Let's go for Constellations by oh, Jade Lamac. This is a dirty little number. It so, is. So this is a piano version. So you might have heard the normal version, but I really. I did. This. I listened to the original one, and then I was yeah. like, "I like, I, I like the piano one too." <laughs> I, I was just like, I think the piano one is, it. I don't prefer it. Like I like them probably equally, but with the yeah. the piano version, it, you don't feel like you're listening to a dirty song, and then every now no. and again you're like, Dee! like I know what's That's happening. That's the thing, like. I'm listening to it and I was just like, oh, this is sweet. And then I was like, hang on a second. Lights are turned off. Music is on. Minds unlocked. This feeling is amazing. Hands on your waist. Liquor is all that we taste. And I was like, yeah. Oh, oh, you're doing that. It's a sex song. Oh, it's a sex song. Um, But it's like a... A sweet sex. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's just cute. It's just I don't know. There's something like it's, I find it quite empowering because it's like how women do sex songs compared to yeah, like it's not just like oh, I fucked her and it was Ooh. brilliant. It was amazing. Bitches everywhere, like just yeah, no. It it was just like respectful, and that was. Do you remember? Um, uh, fuck me right now what was it the yeah Lily, yeah Lily, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. You? yeah and it's, it's like a similar thing where it's like this is the age where you know women are able to make sex songs and it not be weird yeah it's a different kind of one isn't it oh thank you Piss has just bought me food oh that's a lot of chips Piss. oh he just said say hi to Chrissy oh hi I'll tell him hi, hi yeah. back. <laughs> That's what I figured. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really nice. It's really like kind of sweet and like it's weird. Yeah, I, I, strangely enough for me, who is always really into lyrics, I kind of just switched off, and I was just like, <laughs> it's nice of like the piano and her voice is really beautiful and the strings there as well. Yeah, it all just kind of works. It's just like, oh, I'm just feel calm you know yeah <laughs> it's like calm and also soothed. there's the undercurrent of like dirty like yeah it's a it's an odd feeling for them. love it i vibed it i vibed it love it um, kind of song you could have on with like like your aunt or something you could have it on and like yeah and they wouldn't know lyrics they'd be fine and if they listen to lyrics just be like well we'll move on different song um speaking of calm I would actually say that your other two songs, so you've got The Dying Light by Sam Fender and White yeah. Water by Dustin. Oh, Tebut. 
You laughed at Bert, didn't you? You saw Bert and you laughed. To Bert. You're a mess. Anyway, move on. Sorry. Um, Now I'm eating as well. Oh my god, I'm going to put this food down, otherwise I've just... Right. So, both of them are pretty chill. I think the Sam Fender one, it sounded a bit like a, a movie song. Like, it was very... Yeah. It's very, like, peaceful and magical. This is, like, really weird way of describing the song. It, sound, it reminded me a bit of, like, Tom O'Dell. Yeah, I, see, I get out of the piano, like, The yeah. instrumental. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Just... It was yeah, nice. It was a yeah, bit different. It reminds different. me a lot of, like... Um, I don't know if you've ever listened to any, like, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. No, I got that A vibe, lot of his yeah. songs have that vibe in there. But it yeah. was, um... It was really... I, I think I listened to a lot this week. A lot of... Blah, 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 blah. Try again. Um, it's one of those songs that, like, it starts off almost sad. Um, and it's like, it builds up and it's like, no, no, no. I've got this. I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to give up or anything like that. Yeah. Um, which kind of is like, just, it, like, it hit me on a personal level, I guess, this week. That I was like, yeah, I feel that. That kind of, like, things feel really shit and I could just give up and, like, stop. But no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna pick myself up, get out of this current low feeling. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, and I, I actually, I love the album. Um, I don't know if you listened to it. The album itself Bits is like and a, pieces. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I said it before. I really like Sam Fender. I love this album. I think it's a really good. Um, it's a good follow up to the first album. You always get worried with the second album mm. that it's gonna be a. Definitely. You know, it's like, where are you going to go? Which way are you going to go with this? And yeah. he's like, kept his sound and built on it. And it's it's still him, but it's 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 progressed. Yeah. What he's singing about has progressed and it's different. It's not someone who's older and a bit wiser. And yeah, yeah. It, it exactly. Works. Exactly works. that. And his it voice works. is a little bit sexy. I've said this before and I'll say it again. He's a bit, he's a bit of a sex icon. It's sex songs this week on the World's Rights podcast. Um, I don't know if I call this a sex song this week, but um, so I'm gonna say Emmy. Yeah, I I don't know. Am I Emmy? Yeah. Well, but we're late to the party. Emmy. Yeah. I. It reminds me a lot of um. No, I was gonna say it's the um. The B Miller song we talked about a while uh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget. I forget the name. But, that um, bitch. Yeah, that's the one. That bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sounds like we're calling her a bitch. God. Um, <laughs> it had that same kind of like almost vibe to it. Um, I like. Her, I really like her voice, and um, I like what she was singing. But that's just the whole like. Um, what was it she said? There's something she said, and it was just like, uh, oh, why is every 17-year-old a star? Why I'm still trapped in my mum's old car? That's, Legit. This, this kid's on Disney, this one's on Forbes. What are we all rushing for? And I'm just like, yeah, what is that? <laughs> yeah, what is... <laughs> there are kids out there being famous on TikTok, and I'm fucking planning trains. Come on now. Yeah. Me, right? it, it, I think she refers to it as, like, her, um, her quarter 
life wait quarter, quarter life, life crisis, crisis kind of that's thing. it yeah um i just thought like it was i i actually saw a tiktok funny enough oh, i found it on tiktok um there was a video and they were playing uh with her band uh at yale uh, in midterms and they, ha- they were yeah. having like a house party or something and it was just like such an anthem um and then i was just like this is so relatable and just i just yeah i love it and it's sort of like billy eilish meets cave yeah it's just yeah, very I see that. yeah the production like the, the the beats and the way the vocals are processed and stuff very billy mm. eilish and then it's got that sort of spunk of cave yeah and yeah, yeah no, I, get that. I just really like it and, and it is relatable when I put it into the playlist, so I put it in a couple of weeks ago now, I think. Yeah. Um, it was literally just starting up, and now she's got something like ninety thousand listeners on Spotify. Literally went from like a couple thousand to ninety thousand in a space of a couple of weeks. It's crazy. I I vibed with it. It was good. It was a bop. Yeah, love it. I like one to watch out for for sure because I think she did all the production for that song herself. And I, I reckon it's pretty polished. Yeah, I I reckon they'll be, she'll work with like some really top notch producer and come out with a, a hit at some point. Yeah. Uh, um. Definitely. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Dustin Tibbet Tib. Oh, it's just. With Dustin Tebbett with White Tebbett. Water. Brilliant. I oh, it's just like kind of Mumford and Sonsy, but not. I don't know, like that sort of indie, yeah, indie chill. You know what? It weirdly kind of reminded me of. It was a little bit Jordan McCamper. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Different voice, but like similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Even there's something in his voice that reminded me a bit of Jordan. It wasn't like that. Is a it's compliment. Not, but it's a massive compliment. <laughs> Come on now, Jordan McCamper, winner of the Jordan McCamper Award. I know. I still need to message people and get their addresses to send them. <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait. Jordan McCamper's gonna be insane. Um, yeah, I I got this from um, I got it from listening, to, watching someone on Twitch. Big wow. Um, it was actually Max who I it seems to. Get oh yeah, every time. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's when he's like he likes to play these chill kind of songs in the background like piano guitar kind of thing kind of acoustic kind of feel um yeah I'd never heard of him before uh, Dustin is from Australia I believe oh that makes sense I just assumed American but that's like my default yeah um, he's just got a really nice voice really like um oh wow he's very popular I thought the he was of it is very nice I'd never heard of him before, but yeah, really? like, he seems to be actually quite popular. Maybe it's like just starting to break out in uh, the UK. It might have been years yeah. overseas. Sometimes it takes a while for artists to like get over. It's like yeah. the American charts and the English charts. There's some overlaps, but then I didn't realize how different they were. It is, yeah. Like there'll be some bands that. America hate that we absolutely love in England. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't realize that it's just. It's, I'll keep it short, but like um, Arctic Monkeys. What um, they only recently it, started doing well yeah. in America. Yeah, it took them like a few albums to get big in America. Yeah, it's 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 wild. No that's idea. that's why with 
I've noticed with a lot of upcoming artists, they try and tour as soon as they can in America after yeah. they've got enough money to go. Like, they're just trying to balance it It makes out. sense. I never understood it before. And I was like, oh, you literally just have to try and force your way into the, like, into yeah. the charts. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Lewis Capaldi, I think he took a moment to do well in America as well. Really? I might be wrong. So I think I think he, like... It, it was because he was doing all of the festival scenes for a few years and then got to top the chart sort of thing and then I think he worked on America and then there was the whole Twitter stuff then helped him out um yeah right what was the last one last song was Tangerine Skies oh yeah uh, I've actually Beckham listened to this quite a lot actually been listening to yeah. it in the car I liked it it was like it was like a late I, I think I in my brain I was like it's a late summer song. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like summer's it's like the dying breaths of summer. Like it's it's you know, it's getting colder now. I'm looking outside and the wind is fucking blowing, it's like cold again, but like the sun's still shining a bit and I was just like This is a bop. This is just it's a very good like King vibes, like you think of yeah. like Sam Smith, Louis Capaldi, like those people it sort of would fit in. And it's another Declan. There's a lot of Declans going around these oh, days. Oh, fucking Declans in music, man. <laughs> yeah, Declan Kennedy, Declan McKenna. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's all popping off. Yeah, I'm no. Just... Really good, really good song. Like really catchy and just, I don't know. I like listening to it in the car. Yeah, I can see that. It definitely. Um, yeah, I think I'll be on my. Uh getting me in the mood for working <laughs> because it will actually make me smile I, just as I listen to it it just makes me smile it's just like I also think it's... the song named Tangerine Sky makes me think of like a bath bomb or a fragrance like a, a soap or oh. a candle like it's just I don't <laughs> that might yeah be I had that kind of, yeah like a can scented candle kind of thing oh my yeah God. yeah yeah I see that I see that yeah it's beautiful I think I, th I think it's like such a, a mix this week. Sometimes we end up picking like very similar stuff to each other, whereas this week it's like a bit of everything. You you've, get a bit of everything. You've got from like indie chill to like sex song to party song to like poppy to Coldplay experimental. You've got a bit of everything. Yeah, no, that's look. Congrats, you made it to the end of another podcast, everyone. Whoop whoop. Yeah. That's eating it. I'm bursting from I'm the toilet. Eating. Box, so I need good. the toilet as well. And I'm a bit sweaty in this onesie, I'm not gonna oh. lie. It's a bit hot. You're gonna have such a good time. Oh. When you're chatting about depression and I was like, I'm in a fucking stitch onesie, I literally look ridiculous. I was trying I not it. to laugh. Because I, I just thought I this think that's situation. The best thing. Yeah. It's better because then you'll get to the point where it's talking about migraines and you're there like an anxious stitch, just like <laughs> sad. I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. Um Yes, thank you. We'll we be love back you. in two weeks' time with something. With, yeah. Fuck knows what, but it will be something. It'll be two weeks' time because I'm going to do it. It's going to be amazing and we'll see you then. It'll be beautiful. Cool. Love Goodbye. you. Bye.